The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A House bill that would allow small breweries to sell their beer directly to restaurants and local retailers without going through distributors is headed to the Senate. Virginia law currently requires alcohol manufacturers to work with distributors who then sell to retailers. Boyd Harrison is the owner and brewer at Chubby Squirrel Brewery in Fairfax. He says if the bill becomes law, it will give his small three-barrel brew house access to larger markets. For distributors, it may not make sense to be able to carry our product. Without us having such a steep discount, we may otherwise break even or even, in fact, lose money on selling beer through distribution. Harrison says it's difficult for nano breweries to find distribution when there's already a glut of brands fighting for shelf space. He says if he's allowed to sell beer directly to stores, it could help grow his business. Deadlines are approaching for voters in the 4th U.S. House District. Governor Glenn Youngkin set a special election for February 21st to fill the seat of Representative Donald McEachin, who died in November. Republican Leon Benjamin and Democrat Jennifer McClellan are vying for the post. Voters have until 5 p.m. Friday to request an absentee ballot from their local registration office, Early in-person voting has already begun and will end on February 18th. Some schools in the district also serve as voting precincts and might be closed on Election Day. Legislation aimed to create separate pathways to an advanced studies diploma, with and without a world language requirement, has cleared one chamber of the General Assembly. The proposal is now headed to the Senate for further consideration. Megan Pauley with VPM News reports. Virginia Delegate Glenn Davis has introduced similar legislation for the past several years, but hopes this will be the year it's successful. So we want to make it very clear that we're not looking to replace foreign language. Davis wants to allow students pursuing a concentration in career and technical education to get an advanced studies diploma, but without the world language requirement. Sharon Shinikariello with the Foreign Language Association of Virginia is opposed to the measure. We're in a multicultural environment in a multilingual environment, and employers really, really, really need people who have foreign language skills. Most four-year public Virginia colleges require some foreign language credits for admission. Megan Polly, VPM News. The U.S. Forest Service has extended the public comment period for residents to offer opinions on the Mountain Valley Pipeline. The 45-day comment period on the proposed Southwest Virginia Pipeline was set to expire Monday, but has been pushed to February 21st, according to the Roanoke Times. Comments can be made on the Forest Service's website. Several organizations opposed to the project running through forests near the Virginia-West Virginia border requested the extension. Two previous permits from the Forest Service were rescinded by a federal appeals court because of environmental concerns. At a Family Foundation press conference Wednesday, Republican lawmakers touted a package of bills aimed to give parents more control over what their kids learn in school. One bill would allow parents to restrict their kids from accessing school library materials that include graphic sexual content. 
Another would require parents to receive email notification before outside presenters speak with students. Susan Roberson, the grandmother of Chesterfield County Public School students, said she supports the measures. The overwhelming majority of parents are responsible and best know their children. This is why I believe parents should have the opportunity and the access to be involved in what curriculum and resources are used to educate their children. The bills cleared the GOP-controlled House of Delegates but faced an uphill battle in the Democrat-controlled Senate. The University of Virginia and the business-focused Resilience Education Group now offer college credit to people who are incarcerated. About 50 UVA graduate students use the Resilience curriculum at three state facilities, according to NBC29. Resilience says people who pursue education while in prison are 43% less likely to again be incarcerated after release. The group says its program helps with re-entry and provides people who are incarcerated with skills that can help them find jobs. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 